0: All right. Jerry Mace, The Kickin' Lawyer, and we're here for another Law Talk. I appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to, to watch and listen to us, as always. If you haven't, please don't forget to like and follow the uh, content. We are, Our podcast is available on all social media platforms, as well as YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, etc. We're also on TikTok. Anywhere you look up Kickin' Lawyer, you can see me. Um, Again, I always say that you can go see us on TikTok and see Josh do the dances. It's his favorite part. It's not, not accurate. <laughs> and then uh, NA the band is a local band. Uh, my son happens to be in it. They have an album out. It's available for free right now. It's called Inside My Head. So please like and follow those guys and download the album. Michelle Allen is a local Cry Like Realtor. She's a longtime sponsor of the show. So if you get a chance, holler at her if you're looking to buy, sell, rent, lease, real estate. She's a good community leader, and we want to support her. And then Mason's High Octane Martial Arts. My martial arts schools have been in Covington for 30 years, and we just opened a second location in Millington, Tennessee. You can visit masonsmartialarts.com for more information. And then soon I'm opening a jam books and records on the square in Covington. It'll have new and used vintage uh, and new books and records, so you can come check us out. That should be open in the next couple of weeks. And then if you're trying to get drone footage, commercials, uh, emails, website design, Josh will help you just visit Masonite Digital Marketing, masonitemarketing.com. And joining me today is, she just got drafted into this, is Miss <laughs> Sylvia. How do you say your last name?
1: Piñeros is in Spanish, but in English, most people call it pineros.
0: Piñeros. Piñeros. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was going to butcher it either way. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And she and I have talked a couple of times before because I had she she's fluent. Uh, she's bilingual in Spanish and English and anything else. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. I know a little bit of French and a couple of words in Hebrew. That's all.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I know nothing except Spanglish. I know a little Spanglish. Uh, but I had talked with her because I'm real interested in being able to serve all the people we can in the community, including our Hispanic uh, mm-hmm. citizens. And so uh, she was going to come and maybe do some training with our staff on, and myself, on um, uh, the Spanish language. And then she's worked as a paralegal. Um, uh, she's got a lot of diverse experience and now is working for um, a Hispanic radio station that's new in Memphis. So, so uh, why don't you do that? Why don't you tell us, like, where you're from, why, what your passion is, because I know you've got a ministry passion also. And just sort of tell us some, some things about you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing me here. I was not expecting this today, (laughs) but hey, the Lord has better plans than we do, so here I am. Uh, Well, I'm from Ecuador, um, Quito, Ecuador, South America, the capital city of Ecuador, and um, that's uh, far, far away, too far away for me (laughs) right now, but I came here 12 years ago, I cannot believe it, with my daughter uh, to open actually a Hispanic ministry that um, ended up not happening um, I feel like Tipton County was not ready for the Hispanic ministry at that time. So we kind of fought for a couple of years uh, trying to open a Hispanic ministry, and it just, it, doors would not open. So um, after that, um, I did a single mom's ministry. So I just started doing ministry. And then uh, for the past um, three years, I've been working for the law, I have been doing um, some paralegal work. Uh, for a firm in Memphis and then besides that I've been able to see the Hispanic community and just every day see their struggles and their needs and how much they need support from Americans and from other Hispanics that know or that they have walked before them, um, you know, here in, in this country, because it's super hard for them being um, far away without the language, without family. So um, that's kind of where my heart is. And recently I was approached by uh, a Christian radio, the only Christian radio station in Spanish in Memphis and I think Jackson area. Um, and they needed someone to kind of like be both sides you know the Hispanic and the English they only do Spanish but they're trying to open more for the English community because there's a lot of like second generations of children that are forgetting unfortunately the language so we need to approach those people Um, so that's how I end up here today just trying to see if um, you would be interested in doing something for the radio I also do um, some um, I also translate for people i translate documents and i translate um Bear Valley um so so that's what i do
0: that that's yeah we uh, yeah. and i told you i was interested in maybe some of the translation services because i think what we discussed i think would be good for our clients mm-hmm. is to have uh, our documents in spanish so when they come in they're you know they're they're clear even if i can't you know mm-hmm. interpret it they can read mm-hmm. the, the documents mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think in this area there are other lawyers and the professionals that could probably use that kind of service too. Let me ask you this though, because you live—you live here in yes, Covington, I live in Munford. In now. Munford, okay. So in Tipton County, because uh, I just don't know. Do you know what the Hispanic population? is now
1: no not by a number but i know it's growing and i have i have been able to get with uh with a lot of people a lot of hispanic people know me here in tipton county so it's growing it's it's mm. it's growing amazingly and we see we see it in restaurants that's what i say i know i'm, I'm ecuadorian but i should open a hispanic uh a mexican restaurant because mm-hmm. americans all they want to eat is mexican <laughs> that's what i had for day. lunch i had lunch it was mexican exactly.
0: yeah. yeah uh the, i actually ate jose's up here don't tell the other jose but <laughs> uh, I try to just spread the love, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, it does seem there's a lot of there are a lot of Mexican restaurants, uh, and I don't know how authentic the Mexican food is. Have you been to Jose's I up here? So.
1: Yes, because I, I think theirs is closer. It. Theirs yes, is pretty. That's what- uh, that's what everybody says. Like, that mm-hmm. one is the closest to something. But I have enjoyed the Algebrijes, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's Armando, his name, in front of, like, the Atoka um, movie theater.
0: Okay. I, oh, uh, yeah, I do know which one you're talking they about. They yeah, have
1: yeah. a bunch of, like, their desserts and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're really good. And they're well,
0: not to it. change the topic on it, I'm just curious. So what would be the difference between, like, Mexican food and Ecuadorian food?
1: So much. Thank you for asking because a lot of people, like, as soon as, you know, they meet me, they're like, oh, I bet you love, uh, uh, like, tortillas and you (laughs) like spicy food. We don't spicy. Mm -hmm. Our food is, like rice we eat rice every day with our meals and soups and so it's completely different Mm -hmm. we never had any i don't even know chilies like what's the different type of chilies that you use for stuff like that so yeah it's completely different
0: well i'm sure you're aware now that you've been here 12 years and this is something that i struggle with as an american now, I got blessed when I was younger. I was on the U.S. taekwondo team for mm-hmm. several years, and I got to travel to Asia a lot. Oh, cool. I went to—I even been to North Korea. I went to South Korea, China, North Korea. And then I got to travel around the U.S. a lot, too. And what was interesting to me if after those travels is prior to those travels, Americans think they're pretty much the center of the world. You know, like <laughs> they are. Americans are very arrogant— they think that oh well everybody else must know about us and then if you're Hispanic they're like you're Mexican you know oh, like you
1: know and you mean? have no idea how I, I bet my friends that they would see this they'll be like oh no that's like in my heart mm-hmm. every Hispanic would tell you like please don't do that to yourself you're Americans you're you're looking like you're very ignorant no, no you're calling right a person yes. Mexican, because like there's so much more. Like let's say Ecuador, it's in a different continent. Mm-hmm. Not only a different country, but mm-hmm. a different continent. So it's like uh, we are so different. And you know, I I love Mexicans, but we're so different. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I cannot. Well, call it's you. it's
0: not a a knock on you guys at all. It's Americans, and yeah. I wish that. But you know, part of what makes us, what makes America, I think, a great nation, and in my opinion, the greatest nation. And, and then again, I'm probably biased. But part of why I feel that way, I, I think it's the freedoms that we have that lead to some ignorance sometimes are also the freedoms of why we are a great nation. So I'm not saying that it makes it OK, but I mean, I get why some people are like, well, well, it was so funny when I would travel because uh, especially with Asians, you would, they were very, most of the time, the Asian people were very reserved, very quiet, mm-hmm. very respectful. Mm-hmm. When you're on the plane, they're they're quiet, they stay to themselves, and then them. the Americans are laughing and loud and drinking, <laughs> and it was always clear. You could tell who an American was mm-hmm. when I was abroad by the way they acted. Mm-hmm. You know, their demeanor was just different. But I think that also leads to, uh, again, a... Uh, or, or borderline arrogance, uh, and which leads to the ignorance on just they just don't they just don't think about it. Like you're Hispanic, so you got to be Mexican, or you know you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and we we got to start changing that. I feel like because I agree. it doesn't mean that. If you look a little bit, like, in the browner color or if you you immediately think, you know, it's it's better to ask a person, like, uh, which country are you from instead mm-hmm. of just assuming that they're Mexicans. And, well,
0: or and I and, think I've been guilty of that some, too, so I appreciate you saying that. I personally am very curious about all cultures, mm-hmm. and I like—I wish I could travel more— um, there's so much you can learn from people, and I think it can help you appreciate things, too, here. Yeah. Especially, I've been to China a few times, and there were some areas over there, well, South Korea, too, that had a lot of poverty. Yeah. And it's poverty on a level that Americans can't even comprehend, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it gives you a different perspective when you're open to other cultures.
1: Yeah, uh, I teach. um, One of the things I do is I teach. I teach homeschoolers. And um, one of my main things is, like, we learn the language around themes and around countries because we want to explore. I want to, like, make them learn uh, different cultures, different things. Um, with a different language. Mm -hmm. So uh, you get to teach... uh, I get to teach my homeschoolers all the time and tell them, you know, uh, there's more. There's more behind America. I love America. I'm thankful for being able to be the blessing to have a grandkid here a daughter here i'm thankful for america but there's so much more we can get so rich with with you know knowing other cultures so yeah. do
0: you ever go back and visit ecuador yeah, or?
1: i hope i can go i can go it will be my prayer that i can go this this next year so i'm i'm, I'm hoping to be able to be there next year so yeah how you long a flight is that um it's probably seven um hours it's not a oh, long that's not flight that bad. Yeah. it's just you have to connect into fly. i was gonna
0: say is that flying out of what are you flying out of houston houston,
1: houston uh, you mm-hmm. can fly out of miami but miami is so complicated mm-hmm. and so we try to fly out of houston um so yeah you should come yeah I have um bafikuk Dr Bafikuk mm-hmm. he has taken um, some groups missionary groups
0: yeah but, I'd love to go down mm-hmm. there uh, is is Ecuador um, what was I gonna say about so is it a democracy government what is the setup of the government <laughs> structure in Ecuador that's
1: a tricky subject uh-huh. uh, because we just had our elections. Uh, we are one of the only ones that do not have socialism, um, as, uh, as a president. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were almost super close to get a socialist, um, you know, but they don't say they're socialist, but they are yeah, at the yeah. end, like kind of like Venezuela ended up becoming. Macau. Well we have some
0: American politicians um, that are like that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say yes. they're socialist, but and, they are. And
1: you know, we think socialism is about, is about helping people. And, 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 and you know, I'm a missionary, so I'm all about helping people. <laughs> But also, I'm all about teaching people how to fend for themselves, mm-hmm. um, enabling them to to have resources in order for them to be able to have stuff. Um, so yeah, socialism is a is a tricky subject because I, uh, as I spoke, as I always say, say to everybody, you don't know what you're wanting because mm-hmm. please go to other countries and. And go and see what true socialism has done to countries like to Cuba, to Venezuela, um, to so many countries that are broken because mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, there's 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 a good thing about socialism, uh, but it has not worked for presidents. Um, that to say that yeah, fortunately right now we we have a country that every every two years seems like we have a different president, and you know the so. So that's a tough one.
0: Yeah, so, and again, I'm not going to go down the political hole there so much. (laughs) I am always curious, though, about people that aren't native to here, their perception of our politicians and stuff. I know the general perception of Americans is that we're all fat um, and arrogant, and that's true. <laughs> you know, a lot all a of us are. <laughs> no, but I mean, I've traveled enough to know the the Statistically, that's st- some accurate. of the <laughs> some of the stereotypical American. Uh, some of it, some of it's probably accurate. Uh, but but anyway, that neither here nor there. What I'm getting at is like I'll, back, especially when Trump was president. Uh, Whether you pro or con Trump, I always thought it found it interesting how foreigners, non-Americans viewed uh, Trump, like what they thought about like our president. Mm -hmm. And so if you've been here 12 years, that means you came in right around then, right, with him. So uh, and you don't have to comment on if you don't want, but I'm just curious. (laughs) It didn't even have to be Trump, but even Biden. But what's kind of your perspective on American, like politics, government, what's your... What's your view on on the American presidents?
1: Uh, um, yeah, I, I would rather say no comment. <laughs> she but said no I, comment. Guess, I guess I always have a comment, uh, just because I have learned um, how much damage politics have done to my country like families don't talk with each other at all because if one is pro one party and the other one is pro another party um and so that's the way that I feel um I think that both presidents are humans and both have good things and bad things and some have awful awful things and and I'm I'm true to that I'm true to to knowing that you know if Biden is the president right now that's who we biblically need to respect and that's who we pray for. Um I I wish you guys would have more than two parties mm-hmm. to Yeah, have, I agree with
0: you. Yeah, so do, have, so do we. <laughs> yes, to
1: have some other people that can come with new ideas and new things. Um please don't go to the extreme like my country. I think we have 15 to 20 parties and that just makes a whole chaos because everybody votes three boats here, three yeah. boats there. But I feel like there's a need for like middle ground kind of like in everything because it, it seems like here everybody's starting to be more politically, mm, like in my country. No, if you don't believe that Trump is the best, then you're not my friend. If you don't believe that Biden yeah. is the best, then you are not my friend.
0: Well, I think that the reality is most of us are in the middle I believe, I really believe that. I think that what we see on the media is Mm -hmm. pushing an agenda of extremism, Mm -hmm. either right or left wing. Mm -hmm. And the majority of us are very much in the middle. I think most of us are socially very liberal. Mm. And I think a lot of us are probably fiscally uh, conservative. Mm. I think that it's just we're posed against each other and then some people are easily swayed Mm. to... To, be in, to get infuriated and get mad about it. One thing, though, that is interesting with America, and I do think this is an ava- advantage that we've had over other nations, mm-hmm. is capitalism, especially in our form of government, uh, capitalism benefits from a stable government. When the government's instable, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then it's hard for capitalism to flourish because next thing you know, you got a government that's taking your stuff, you got this, that, the policies change, the tax laws are so different. Because it's so hard in Americans, especially the federal government, to get anything changed, mm-hmm. to get bipartisan support on anything mm-hmm. and get it to change, there cr- actually creates a lot of stability. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's not perfect by any means. And I agree with you. I think the two-party system is broken. Mm-hmm. And I think more than that, though, why – look, whether you like Trump or not, on the Republican side, is he really the best guy we could pick? Is that the best that is we could pick? Exactly. And then on Biden, he doesn't know what day it is. Mm. And this is the best guy we can pick on the other mm. side. You know, what about there are so many good candidates out there. That aren't ninety years old, you know, and are, would would move the country in a good middle ground, and then other people would support, you know. Um, I always like Tulsi Gabbard. She was the Democratic uh, candidate uh, last election. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from Hawaii, so she's yeah. uh, she's a minority. She served in the military. She had very middle ground policies. She 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 was, a, a, like I said, a service woman. I think she had a lot of stuff going for. Her. But, you know, she's too good a candidate. She wasn't Mm -hmm. extreme one way or the other. So I think there's a lot that we could learn. But, you know, part of why America has done so well and that capitalism flourishes here, I think, is because we do have a stable government. And the stubbornness on both sides, I think, helps that. So I don't know. There's not a perfect answer, but... It's just always interesting to me how outsider, out non-people non, that aren't native to here um, would view our government, especially the presidents. You know. and,
1: and that's what uh, coming here changed my view, because I was very, like, um, talking about immigration, which is like, that's like a whole ball game, like a whole big thing. But, um, you know, every, I was like, no, everybody has to do things right, and I'm all for doing things right and stuff. But then you get to talk with these people and you're like, what? Your life was how? Um, an immigration system is so broken. Mm-hmm. You know, the law system, the medical system, the educational system is so broken. There's so many loopholes and there's so many things that have to happen in order for people to be able to achieve those things. Um, that I think that's that's kind of like my 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 bad part of like the government here. You know, yeah. they could... They could do some because it's not okay that like speaking about immigration that people have to wait 10 years in order to be able to change Well
0: do you think and I, and I'm just asking because I don't mm-hmm. know and I'm a lawyer so I always <laughs> played multiple sides right? Do you think though that some of that red tape may have been increased because of how many people were trying to come illegally? You know what I mean? Like they had I don't to- think
1: so because we're talking about twenty years ago that 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 we have had the same system and that we have had people trying to get here and those people the people that have been here for so long have not been able to do their documents because they're waiting seven years eight years because that's the way period that they have to do in order to become something Mm -hmm. in order for a person to become a citizen they have to be five years resident and then another five years in order for them to have in 10 years to be able to become um, citizens so it's not like one day you get here you sign a paper you do everything right and if you see the amount of documents you need to send to immigration you'll be Mm -hmm. like okay what they also they they ask you all these things so it's a long long process and we are behind five to seven years Mm -hmm. of people that have been filed have filed by now so I don't think it has to do with now people coming. This is a problem that if there was fixed five years ago, or seven years ago, or ten well, years
0: ago. my point was though, there's always been an uh, illegal immigration issue. I won't even say problem mm-hmm. because it's all perspective. And you know, most of most Americans, well, I, I don't know that I can speak for all for most Americans. <laughs> I can speak for myself.
1: Okay. I don't have
0: a problem with mm-hmm. most Hispanics. That are coming this way, you know, or immigrants, I should say, they're not all Hispanic, but I'll be honest too. There's a genuine concern amongst citizens for if you're not policing the borders and making sure people are coming across legally. What about the, you know, and I get it's a small percentage. But, you know, there's a lot of people from terrorist countries oh, that are yeah. coming through. And that's a genuine concern. You know, they've, they've caught several recently. And I'm sure some of that's propaganda and some. But but the fact is, if it's open, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely countries that wish ill on us. And if they could get here that way, that's the way they'll come. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the happy medium is, but, but that is a genuine concern. The concern with most American citizens, I don't think, is that the family that... Is struggling and just wants a better life comes here. It's that how do you split the difference there? You know, uh, you got to catch folks at the border. Okay, we let some in, but some people are a threat.
1: They they only not come through the border. The border is not the only way that they're coming. Like you mean by walking and passing
0: and all yeah, those well, things. or any anyway, even the Canadian border, yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, either all the all the way around. A, a lot of people don't know this that China has a lot of, uh, they bought a lot of Canadian property. Mm-hmm. And China, who's clearly a opponent of ours right now, um, has standing soldiers right across our border in Canada. Mm. Uh, just walk across the forest mm-hmm. there, and they're here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's threats all around. I just mean that, uh, realistically, I, I, I'm, and this is something I would love to talk with you more when we have yeah. more time, maybe, because mm-hmm. you would, I think you have more insight than I do mm-hmm. into it. But personally, I've never been for an open border, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm because of that risk.
1: And and me neither. And mm-hmm. that's why I told you as soon as I came here I was like super against like let's build the wall. Let's do this. Let's close it. Let's just throw the key and don't yeah. let them in. And I was like that and the Lord has had to to break me and explain me so many things. Uh, I'm super pro about doing things right if there is a possibility, because sometimes I feel like we are not letting them have the possibility to do things right. Um, it's unachievable, um, it's, it's unaffordable, and it takes l- a long, long time. Uh, but- Oh, uh, I see what uh, you're
0: saying. You're saying, okay, I would agree with you then. You're not saying that they shouldn't follow the procedure. Oh, no, what you're please. saying is the procedure is unreasonable and you can't comply with it. Yeah. So then you're forced to break the break exactly. the law. Exactly.
1: And and you know, I have seen from my country how uh, bringing a lot of, uh, because Venezuela, because of the socialism, people from Venezuela had to fly to Ecuador. And we have so much immigrants that it's breaking our country mm-hmm. because people from Venezuela come to Ecuador and because we have the dollar as our as our currency, they can do with dollars a lot. So they come and they, you know, they cut the hairs outside of in the street and they charge a dollar for per capita her haircut and then so our our Ecuadorian people don't have jobs because all the Venezuelans are doing it basically for free so they're breaking it so that um for for that reason I'm saying I'm super pro let's try to do it in the right way let's try to fix our immigration um immigration times immigration um lines and all those things in order to to help people and give people Um, you know, explain people, how do you do this? And that's why I'm so, um, I want to have a ministry where I can help them. You know, I want to help you do things right. I want to help you get to the right lawyer, get to the right immigration. What's the immigration process that you need to do in order for you to be here? Um, Yeah, we have to be careful about the people that are coming and crossing to break, you know, to break the country because, as a, me, as a person from a different country, living in this country, I don't want any peop, any person from a crazy view to come to the States and mm-hmm. break my house and break in my house. So I'm uh, pro all those things, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Once I realized what you were saying I would agree with you on that And I don't know that I don't do immigration law Like Mm -hmm. I told you So I don't really know All the policies and stuff On how long it takes And I would think that Most Americans think like I do And that Well, you apply, and you get in, and you know, and it's... It would
1: be amazing. It's clearly not like that. (laughs) No, it's not. It's time, it's money. Uh, I'm poor because of that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Well, maybe we can help (laughs) you out. If if
0: people wanted to get your services for translation or or information on the radio station, how do they get a hold of you?
1: Oh, my phone number is um, 901-687-9680, but I also, um, you can find me on the radio, which is buenas nuevas it's 105.5 and there's someone that likes to learn the language just turn on the radio and you know you 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 will hear it every day, and mm-hmm. it might help you. Yeah, you should
0: just listen yeah. to. Well, I told worship. you I, I <laughs> do Duolingo every day. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm not fluent.
1: Now you gotta put the radio on and just kind of just like listen, to, listen to worship music or something. Yeah.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll do that, and I'm get, we'll figure out something else on this other stuff too. But I'm definitely going to use you some for the translation services, and I do like the idea of bringing you in. I don't know if twice a month mm-hmm. would be enough to do it. But seeing if we could get some lessons scheduled to get my staff and myself, you know, a little more uh, knowledgeable on the Spanish language. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm
1: here for that. And if someone wants some um, Spanish lessons, then I can do that too. Nice.
0: Well, I, I'm interested in, uh, maybe we'll get you back again. I'd like to talk more about the politics. So. My favorite subject. <laughs> okay, I like it. I just have a few, you know, uh, you would think, sometimes I think people think they're going to have different views than other people and mm-hmm. what I have found is when you sit across from somebody and you really get to talk and, and you're open to their position and not mm-hmm. trying to argue they're wrong but just trying to understand mm-hmm. it that you can often learn you really weren't far apart on it mm-hmm. you know and uh, but even not if if you're open and listen, you may learn something. Mm-hmm. And I think you can only do that through, you know, discussion like that on whether it's mm-hmm. on immigration or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other people's perspectives are important, too. Yeah. You know, I'm very yeah. aware that I have a, a limited perspective on a lot of things.
1: It is and. important to be able to listen more than we speak that's why god gave us two years and one month you know to listen more and and speak less and i feel like that's the way that we have to be with politics nobody nobody's married to the president to know how he is as a person and you know and the other party as well so i i really like to be kind of like okay i I just tried to stay away, (laughs) but, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. been fun talking to you about it. Yeah,
0: well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today, Sylvia. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You guys check her out, and uh, I thank you, too, for watching us and listening today. As always, you can like, follow, and subscribe to the uh, content. We're on all social media platforms, Spotify, et cetera, and please do that. You know, We don't make money, so we're here. If you enjoy it, help us out. Uh, we're on TikTok, and uh, again, I always talk about Josh's dances. Lots of fun. And then <laughs> I in, see that inside now. my <laughs> see, she's going to check because the dances. And then NA the band, they got Inside My Heads for free, album online. Download those guys. Michelle Allen is our local cry like realtor. If you're buying, selling, renting, leasing real estate, she'd be glad to help you out. So give her a holler. All her information's right there. Uh, mason's high octane martial arts has been located in covington for 30 years and we do have a millington location now just visit masonsmartialarts.com we have 30 year specials going on and we'll teach you how to kick and punch Uh, jam books and records is going to open soon on the covington square we are taking donations of books and records we're going to have new books and records also and sometimes we will buy collections so just give me a holler if you're interested in that and then Masonite Digital Marketing. Josh will help you with social media planning, uh, email, website design, whatever you're doing, gr- drones, commercials. Just visit MasoniteMarketing.com. And we will see you again on another Law Talk, hopefully every Tuesday. I hope you guys have a good week. Keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.